Welcome to Men's Call, where every man has a call by God that if fulfilled will change the world. Today's topic is, who is God electing? November, we will be voting for the President of the United States. This has historically been between two parties, Democrat and Republican. This is the time of the year when it becomes highly politicized and you hear campaigning going on on both sides. Let's cover just a little bit of the background about exactly what the Bible has to say about government. And then we're gonna look into ultimately who God is going to elect in November. So in the Bible, there is importance placed on government. We're gonna read a couple of scriptures related to that. First, I'll be coming out of 1 Timothy 2, one through four. This is based around a call to prayer. So it's really telling us how we should pray. And it goes all the way through verse eight, telling us how we should pray. And here it goes for the first four verses related to our topic today. First of all, then I urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be offered on behalf of all people for the kings and all who are in positions of high authority so that we may live a peaceful and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. This is good and acceptable and pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge and recognition of the truth. So it's evident that through the scripture, it shows that God wants us to pray for those who are in charge of us from a leadership standpoint in government so that we can live simple lives. I'm gonna go ahead and read also from Exodus 18, verse 17, I'll start it. So Moses' father-in-law said to him, the thing that you do is not good. Both you and these people who are with you will surely wear yourselves out. For this thing is too much for you and you're not able to perform it by yourself. Listen now to my voice, I will give you counsel and God will be with you. Stand before God for the people so that you may bring the difficulties to God and you shall teach them the statutes and the laws and show them the way in which they must walk and the work they must do. Moreover, you shall select from all the people able men, such as who fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands of rulers hundreds of rulers of fifties and rulers of tens and let them judge the people at all times. Then it will be every great matter they shall bring to you, but every small matter they themselves shall judge. So it will be easier for you for they will bear the burden with you. If you do this thing and God so commands you, then you will be able to endure and all the people will also go to their place in peace. All right, so Moses heeded his advice immediately and appointed judges. So it's clear, guys. God thinks that the government is important, so important that he wants us to pray for our governmental officials, no matter who they are. Now, this brings me to the next point of, as we're talking about who is God electing, is it Republican or Democrat? Well, first, let's discuss a little bit about the parties here in the United States, as that's what we're focused on. I want you to remember that in the Bible, nowhere is there a mandate for government to be a democracy. There are mandates 
that you seek counsel, but not mandates of democracy, because God is the complete hierarchical one. And in his kingdom it's called the kingdom of God. There is no democracy. But to that fact, I do want to point out that even in our Western civilization, where we have seen a lot of complaining, a lot of confusion, and a lot of division, is very clear via Ephesians 6, verse 10, speaking to the armor of God. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 12, it says, In conclusion, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you may be able to stand up against all the schemes and the strategies and the deceits of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Guys, I don't know if you got it, but I'm reading out of the Amplified in this part of the scripture. And in verse 11, it says, stand up against all schemes and strategies and the deceits of the devil. For our struggles, not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. So you're not just dealing with a person. Let's say, if, for instance, the current president is Donald Trump. You're not just dealing with Donald Trump and thinking that, oh, Donald Trump is an evil person, so on and so forth. So forth. You're dealing with rulers against the powers, against the world forces of darkness, against spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. So that's much more than one person. You have to remember this. The devil is out to steal, kill, and destroy everything that it can. And you have to remember that Satan's goal is to influence you or distract you to do his will. Doesn't matter which one he gets. As long as he gets you, as long as he gets a foothold, that's what the devil's looking for. If you're influenced by being a Democrat or a Republican to a degree that you forget who you are in God, then the devil has won. If you are so mad and so hot and so focused on how you've been done wrong by a party, then the devil has got you distracted and you can't do God's will. I would say to continue reading Ephesians 6, 10, all the way through as it is valuable as to how to defeat these things and we're going to get more onto that topic next week as we talk about the elected. But right now, we need to get back to who God is electing. Psalms 33, 12 through 22 in the New King James Version says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his own inheritance. The Lord looks from heaven. He sees all the sons of men. From the place of his dwelling, he looks on all inhabitants of the earth. He fashions their hearts individually. He considers all their works. No king is saved by the multitude of an army. A mighty man is not delivered by great strength. A horse is in vain hope for safety. 
neither shall it deliver any by its great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield for our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Let your mercy, O Lord, be upon us just as we hope in you. God has elected you and me. That's what he just said in that scripture, Psalm 33, 12 through 22. He said that he's electing us. It's not a coincidence that many times we forget how powerful we are as believers in Christ. We sometimes forget who God has called us to be. It's clear right here who God has called us to be. First off, God says, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Our nation's God is still the Lord. Even with all the different things, the disagreements and the mayhem going on, our nation is still the Lord's. And we have to remember that. With all the division going on with the Democratic parties, uh, the different things occurring recently with the uh, hatred that's been put towards blacks, these things are caused to divide us, to forget who we really are as a nation. Is the United States perfect? No, the United States is far from perfect, but our God is perfect and we need to go back to God. Once we go back to God, we cannot be stopped. Right now, the division is definitely slowing down the United States and it's being seen all around the world. Literally, God has taken the COVID, a pandemic, and stopped the entire world so that we can focus on him. You know, God will use any situation to bring light to the gospel. As you read in Psalms 33, verses 12 through 22, it says, He sees all the sons of men. From the place of his dwelling, he looks on all the inhabitants of the earth. God is looking at everyone. You may think you're not important, but that's a lie. You're very important to God. God has called each and one of every God has called each and every one of us. There's a reason why I do this podcast. It's not because I'm getting paid. It's not for celebrity. That's for sure. As you can see, the amount of people who follow so far, but it's because of the truth. It's because I want you to know who you are in God. It says here, he fashions their hearts individually. He considers all their works. Guys, let it be known that God is seeing everything. He just said it right here. He considers all their works. There are a lot of people out there right now who believe that they're going to heaven, but they're hating people because of the color of their skin. And that's on the black side and the white side of the United States, on the Japanese side and the Chinese side of the United States, pretty much on any color divide that you can make. The devil has tried to distract us. But I want to remind you that God is looking at everything. And if you allow that to jade your decisions on loving God's people, God's going to consider that. It's real clear and says it right there. It goes on as far to say, and I think many times people forget because they see someone in a high position and think that they're untouchable. But it says, no king is saved by the multitude of an army. A mighty man is not delivered by great strength. You know, really what it is, is it's God. It's God who delivers. And I thank God that he delivers us. 
And it goes on to say, behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his mercy to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. I want to ask you guys, is God really your help? Is God really your shield? When you're in trouble, do you call on him? When you're struggling, when someone's attacking you, do you put up your shield? Do you begin to speak to the Holy Spirit and ask for help? Because if you're not doing that, then you're falling by the wayside. You're losing your saltiness. You're no longer doing what God's called you to do, and you don't fall into the elected. But I'm telling you guys, you are elected, and you have to act like you're elected. Because if you don't act like it, you will not carry the authority that God has put in your hand. And next week, we're going to talk about the elected and what God has put in your hand. So just to recap, we know that to God, government is important, so important that God wants us to pray about those who are in charge of us, that we may have peaceful lives. There is wisdom and counsel for those who are in those high positions to understand they're not doing it all on their own and they need to seek counsel and get help as Moses did with the judges. There are two parties in our government, Democrat and Republican, who are the major parties and truly at this time in our history show very clear division the reason why all these things are important is because God has elected you and me, the believer in Christ, to fulfill his purpose on this earth. He has put purpose in every one of us that we will win in all that we do, that we will bring people into the kingdom of God, that we will serve God as a king over all things. I think very often we forget and we give to man what is God's. We need to refocus and understand who we are as the elected people of God. If you have questions, see the link below where you checked out the podcast. There's a men's called Pie Bean page that will give you all the information about men's call. Please like and share this with other men. Thanks for joining Men's Call Podcast, where we gain insight to our calling by God and take action that will change our world for the better.